and welcome to episode 315 of the VegGrower podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my allotment and garden. Today is the 21st of May and today I'm going to be sharing with you just what's going on on my plots. A bit of an update. I know I go through it in the diary section but sometimes an overall view just helps. Anyway before that I'll let you know what I've been up to yesterday and today. Well, yesterday, it was my wife's birthday, so I didn't record a podcast. I put out that pre-recorded podcast. But I also didn't do much gardening. I always try and make time for my wife. I think that's very, very important in any relationship. Instead, I took her out. We went to a garden centre. We bought a new apple tree for our garden and hedgeshire. Now, I think I've said many, many times, my wife, I let her loose out in the garden with a pair of shears and she prunes back everything. So I brought her a decent pair of head shears to go with that. We've also brought another apple tree. Now we love apples and our wedding theme was apples. And being as it was her birthday yesterday, I thought an apple tree just seemed to fit quite nicely, especially with where we plan to plant it. But that will be coming out on a later podcast. Now today, when I got up this morning, I noticed that one of my quail eggs was rocking in my incubator. I thought, that's great. That's going to mean we're going to get at least one new quail. Couldn't do anything about that there and then because it was just rocking. It, it's mother nature at its work. So I headed down the allotment. Now on the allotment, I'd seen we had received a delivery of wood chip. So I grabbed a couple of barrowfuls of that and put that down my paths just to tidy up the paths, suppress the weeds a bit and I just love the look and smell of this wood chip when I walk around it. After that I tried to do a bit of work in the greenhouse but it was just too hot to really work in for a long period of time. Instead I just had to do a little bit at a time. So what I wanted to do was pop out some of my plants I had in there into my cold frame. These were tomato, cucumber plants, plants like that that they're in the greenhouse but they need to go somewhere else and hardening them off just seems appropriate. After that I then went and weeded the potato area. Now I'm trying my hardest to battle the weeds at the moment. It's a constant thing weeding but we are getting there. And weeding does take quite a while and I probably spent a good two, three hours weeding today. Now when I was weeding my potatoes I noticed some of the leaves have had a bit of frostbite from the cold weather we had. That's not the end of the world, they will recover. I've just got to give them a really good watering and a good feeding which is what I did. And uh, I'm sure they will start growing and bouncing back into life. In fact some of them have already started. I did want to mulch them, but I just want them to grow a bit more before I mulch them. Now, it was a very, very hot day today, so I did give the entire plot a good watering. One of those jobs, again, in certain ways, it's going to be a daily task to water the area of my allotment, especially the greenhouse. After that, I headed home, and when I got home, I found that one of my quail had hatched. Now I couldn't do anything with her, I just had to leave her in the incubator to dry off. It's very, very hard to not do anything with these when they first hatch, but they're okay for 24 hours. The yolk that they've digested while in the, in the egg keeps them fueled for a good 24 hours after hatching. So I couldn't do anything with it, and I noticed at least two more eggs were starting to move as well. So hopefully we're going to get a few more quails. 
Now, it's very, very hard to drag myself away from these quails when I see see these eggs hatching and, and bouncing into life. It's like a, I could sit there for hours just watching these things. Not much actually happens, but I'm on the edge of my seat. But I have to tear myself away. And I went out into the back garden and I've planted out more of my leeks into boxes. You may remember last week I planted out leeks on the allotment and I had way too many. And I brought quite a few home and I've popped these into more of my polystyrene boxes just to use those up. And make use of space on top of my chicken running places to grow things like this. Now after that I then fixed some hanging brackets onto my little piece of trellis I have at the back of the vegetable patch. And this is so I can hang some baskets from in order to grow more things like tomatoes. Again, just getting that ready for what's going to be happening over the next few days. After that, again, I gave everywhere a really, really good watering. We are in desperate need of some more rain, I've got to say. can't believe I'm actually saying that, but water butts are running low. The ground is getting dry. Fingers crossed we might get some rain. June is not far away. We usually get a bit of rain in June. Now after that I've been out watching these eggs again to see if anything is going to hatch. Two eggs have pipped which means they've just started to break through. So with any luck we're going to have three quails. I have actually now moved the quail that hatched into a brooder. Another cage if you like with uh, what I call an electric hen. A heater over it that will just keep that bird warm and there's food and water in there. Well, that's what I've been up to today, but what about yourself? Please let me know. So today I thought I'd share you a bit of an update with what's happening here at the VegGrab Podcast Gardens. Now I think every now and then it's good to sort of look over the, the plots and evaluate what's going on and what's happening. And I thought, you know what, let's talk about this today because I feel at the moment we're going to be going into stage two in any moment now what i call stage two is when we start to really plant out our plants and that is literally about to happen but first thing i'm going to start with the chickens now the chickens just before lockdown i pot into a new home one of my omelette chicken runs and they've been very very happy with that and i love that piece of kit i've got to say so much easier to keep clean so much easier to work with so much easier to open and close however the thing I've noticed since I've gone in there is that the chickens have been noisier. Now, I don't know if that's because of the run or because they know Amanda and I are at home and they want to come out of their run. It's quite possible it's more than likely that situation, but it's something I've got to keep an eye on and try and rectify because it's not fair on my neighbours. However, we are getting three eggs a day from them, which, yeah, that's pretty good. And the eggs are always so, so tasty. Now the quails, we are getting two eggs a day from the two females, which is exactly what we expect. Absolutely love these quails' eggs and they are building up quite extensively. But that's great because we can eat them, we can sell them or give them away and I can incubate more to get more quails. Bunny, the male that was hatched Easter last year, I said he was very aggressive and he still is, even though he's got two females. I stick my hand in there and he will try to peck me. Now I could be sticking my hand in there to feed him, collect eggs or clean him out. Either way he tries to peck at me. So what I've started doing is basically just let him peck me. Just keep my hand there 
Don't flinch. I mean, he doesn't hurt and just let him peck me. Eventually he gets bored and gives up and that's when I'll then move on. I'm hoping that that is just going to stop him being so aggressive or he'll just take it out on me. He's obviously mating because of the fact that we have hatched a quail. So he's doing his job. Now the other two quails in the cage on their own, Demigorgon and Mindflayer, they are very, very happy. I can't believe it because there's no females, but those two just seem very happy with themselves and and they get on. They just eat a lot of food and, and drink a lot of water. Not really much more I can say about those two. Everywhere else in the garden, I've got seedlings everywhere. The greenhouse I've just sort of emptied from the seedlings and I'm going to be planting out some chilies and peppers inside there just to complete that. And that hopefully I'll do tomorrow. But seedlings are everywhere and hardening off and getting ready to plant out. As I said, as soon as we hit stage two, which we're pretty much at, they will be planted out and then we're off and getting the modern victory garden well underway. Trying to keep everything tidy, I'm still finding a massive, massive challenge. <laughs> With all this time on my hand, I thought it'll be easy, but I'm, I seem to be busier than I ever was. I don't know how I managed to cope when I was working. The other trouble is, of course, I can't get rid of any rubbish because the tips are closed. I think they've started opening now, but there's a long queue and I just kind of feel it's not necessary to go and down to the tip just yet. We've also got the trunks from the trees that we've taken down over the last couple of weeks. And I need to cut those down and start seasoning them so we can burn them over the winter. But they take up a lot of space. They're just on the lawn at the moment and they do look messy. I think once I sort these two issues out, we're well onto the way to getting our garden look tidier. Potatoes, they're really growing well in the pots. Even the ones in straw have really started to grow. They're very, very slow in the straw, but the others are doing fantastic. And I think it won't be long until we start harvesting some of these potatoes. Radish, carrots, lettuce, endive, beetroot, all in the ground underneath some cloches. They're growing well. We're actually harvesting radish and lettuce quite regularly, which is also really, really welcome and tasty. And I've also got lettuce growing in the wicking beds, and the wicking beds are fantastic. I'm actually going to be making more of these because they have worked so, so well. Now, these wicking beds I made a few weeks ago, planted some lettuce in them and some spring onions. They barely need watering because it's in the bottom. They barely need any work. They are just growing away and they are growing ahead of anything else. Now, down the allotment, it is constantly a battle to try and get on top of the weeds. I keep thinking I'm on top of it and then I turn my back for a second and they seem to grow again. I think I'm further ahead than what I would be and the use of mulches is really, really paying off. Grass, I've got to say, the grass mulch seems to be the most effective, which I'm absolutely shocked about. Straw mulches still seem to be letting cooch grass through, but they hold back the other weeds, whereas the grass holds back the cooch grass, but it lets through some of the other weeds. So Perhaps there's something there that I could use a combination of the two to really beat these weeds. Now just to demonstrate how good this grass mulch seems to be working, an area in front of one of my sheds where I tend to cut all my weeds and grass up before it goes in the compost bin, I've, I've scratched out that surface because it was basically a mulch from all the choppings there. And underneath that mulch, 
there is nothing growing. It is working at suppressing that. So I am absolutely blown away with how well that works. I've stopped harvesting asparagus now. Basically, it's about six weeks I've been harvesting. The plants are are there they're, they're growing well i've got to really reduce the weeds on them and i think they'll do a lot better but i've just figured it i'm going to stop harvesting them now i've had enough asparagus it's always next year and that's something to look forward to rhubarb however that is coming in thick and fast and today i harvested the first broad beans and strawberries so food is really really starting to come in now I am running out of space on the allotment, which I can't believe I'm quite sane. So what I might have to do is harvest some of my onions, which are planted in the top half of the plot. I should really wait until next month, but I can harvest them a bit earlier to make some space and then we'll just have to use them a bit quicker. Whereas the ones in the bottom half of the plot, they can wait until their official harvest time and then we'll um, harvest those like normal. On the garlic bed, the garlic rust is particularly bad and it's starting to cause the garlic to flower. Now, I've just got a snap of this spike. I get rust every year and it doesn't really cause that much of a problem. The bulb itself is not going to grow any bigger now. It's, uh, I would have liked it to last about a month longer, but it is what it is. I've done everything possible to try and reduce garlic rust. I think next year I might try something a bit different, but I'll come to that next year. Now again, down on the allotment, I'm getting ready for stage two of planting out, but don't really know where much is going to go. I've got a sweet corn bed that is empty. Everywhere else seems to have something growing into it, but that's going to be figured out. And of course, there are still messy areas on the allotment. That's just the way it goes. In particular, Scruffy Corner. Now, Scruffy Corner, I stacked up a load of the wood that I dismantled from the beds. And this was kept aside in order to build another compost bin. And that is going to be a priority for tomorrow. Well, that kind of really gives a bit of an update on what is happening on my allotment and vegetable patch or the modern victory garden at the moment. But what have you got going on in your garden or allotment? Please let me know. Now, if you want to contact me, it's richard at theveggroundpodcast.co.uk or you can leave a comment on the website at theveggroundpodcast.co.uk or you can find me on social. Just search for The Veg Ground Podcast. But for today, please take care and I'll see you again next time. <laughs>